The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 18th of September. In your squeeze today, Hong Kong officials are set to meet with protesters. George Pell appeals to the High Court. Indonesia raises the minimum age for marriage and the generosity of Survivor fans. This is your squeeze today. In Hong Kong, Chief Executive Carrie Lam has announced she will hold public forums, those being called dialogue sessions, in an attempt to bring an end to the unrest in the Chinese territory. She's been under a bit of pressure, Carrie Lam. She uh, hadn't been that predisposed early on to talk to the protesters um, or really to meet any of their demands, which included uh, her stepping down. She hasn't done that, of course. Uh, But yesterday's development Mm. that she will hold a series of meetings Meetings in a different sort of set of formats uh, to try and talk to locals about what she says are their deep-rooted uh, economic, social and political issues uh, is seen as a positive move. They're probably not the, like the public forums we're used to here in Australia. You need to register. Uh, they're a bit more tightly held. Very tightly managed. And, of course, some of those protesters say that all of this is just way too little and way too late. Um, but there are real issues in Hong Kong around things like affordable housing, um, also around things about the economy and economic opportunity there. Uh, Of course, those hard-end protesters are saying that the issue really is this uh, encroachment by China on Hong Kong's affairs and it's that sort of broader pro-democracy push that they're firmly focused on. So it won't be the solution, but some see it as a good first step. And if you haven't already, uh, have a listen to our Squeeze Shortcuts episode on Hong Kong. It's a good way to get across the context of what's happening there. Just search for Squeeze Shortcuts in your preferred podcast app or head to the Squeeze Today email for that link. And just an update to the US's response to their belief that Iran is responsible for attacks on oil facilities in Saudi Arabia. Donald Trump toned down his rhetoric after tweeting on the weekend that the US is locked and loaded. He's now saying that he doesn't want war with anybody. Yesterday morning, there was a flurry of drama within the New South Wales Liberal Party as three MPs called a spill against Premier Gladys Berejiklian. By 8am or so, though, Claire, the motion was called off. Called off. It was a push by three MPs that didn't even last really from dinner time to breakfast. Mm. Uh, that although did damage the government and there's that waft of chaos uh, across their ranks now. It's not a good look for a Premier who was elected only six months ago. There was no contention tender for her job. Uh, So things uh, seem to be rallying around her quite tightly now. We'll wait and see how that plays out. From uh, New South Wales down to Victoria, Cardinal George Pell has appealed to the High Court to overturn his child abuse convictions. Yeah, there's no guarantee that the High Court will hear his appeal. They've made that application um, to be heard. So we'll wait and uh, see whether that actually goes ahead. Uh, He is serving a maximum six-year prison sentence. As we know, it's for the abuse of two former choir boys at St Patrick's Cathedral in Melbourne back in the 90s. To understand this next one, here's the quick background on RoboDebt. RoboDebt is an automated system that matches your income details from the tax office with Centrelink's records. And if uh, a welfare overpayment is detected, an automatic debt notice can be sent. Yesterday, it was announced there would be class action against the scheme, Claire. It's uh, caused some problems for the government. 
It has since that Centrelink robo debt uh, method has been in place for the last couple of years. There have been plenty of people who have had those debt notices sent who say that they don't owe the government any money. Uh, of course, because it's an automated system, there's also been some quite um, disturbing um, cases where families are being pursued for the debt of people who have died um, or very messy. But uh, that class action is on the basis that the uh, federal government financially benefited from taking money that legitimately belonged to welfare recipients. Uh, it could be a big one. We'll need to wait and see how that plays out. But certainly the government says it's a stunt and it stands by the system. The old algorithms, hey? Yeah, they can get you. <laughs> they can get you. The Indonesian parliament will increase the minimum age women can marry from 16 to 19 years old. This is an effort to stamp out child marriages. Reports are that 14% of girls in Indonesia are married before 18 years of age. Yeah, and that pulls that age of marriage for girls uh, up to where boys are uh, of 19 years old. Uh, It seems to be uh, a cultural issue in parts of Indonesia. The law says that the age is 16 for girls at the moment, but parents can ask religious courts and other local officials to authorise marriages of younger girls. As I was reading this one, I realised I wasn't 100% sure on what the legal age was here in Australia. So for those also wondering, it's 18. There you go. There you go. Our three-minute squeeze this week is with Sonia Henry. Sonia is a doctor who in 2017 wrote an anonymous opinion piece detailing the pressures placed on trainee doctors and the subsequent mental health impacts. It went viral and now she's written a novel based on her experience. Um, I have to confess, I'd I only just started reading her book last night, but I'm looking forward to reading more. Oh, good. It certainly had some good reviews in um, our Mm. office. Sonia is um, also a mental health advocate. Uh, She puts her hand up to say that she's not particularly good around the house. Uh, (laughs) She has um, a very interesting life and we're really pleased that she enjoys the squeeze and her three-minute squeeze is a good one. Yeah, that's uh, obviously on our website or uh, via the link at the top of the Squeeze Today email. And this one comes with an apology from both you and I, Claire. We haven't been watching Survivor. (laughs) (laughs) I've been watching snippets, snippets. Little snippets. We've been following it. Um, And, uh, yeah, a lot of people in our lives have been keeping us well up to date. Last night, Pia Miranda took out the reality TV show. People will know her from looking for Ali Brandy, probably her most famous role. But it's uh, the side story of contestant Luke Toki that's giving us the warm and fuzzies this morning. He was knocked out of the race. It's a prize of 500 grand, as you say. It's a lot of money. And uh, Luke had been transparent the whole way through that he was spending that time away from his young family because winning that money would make a big difference to them. Uh, He has two sons who are on the autism spectrum and a baby daughter who's recently been diagnosed with cystic fibrosis. So uh, when he was kicked out, lots of tears ensued around Australia. Mm. Uh, fans started GoFundMe pages, the biggest one uh, that we can see that's been pointed to in media reports um, as of now has raised almost $435,000 for him and his Isn't family, which is terrific. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. What's the email subject line today, Claire? Each day it relates to a, a news item. I've gone for Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Um, I won't back down. I've been singing that all yesterday. Love 
love that song. Oh, there you go. When you look yeah. at um, all of the news, we've got varying degrees of backing down or stepping up. Carrie Lamb's backing down a bit. Donald Trump's back down a bit. Uh, those rebels in New South Wales back down. Uh, George Pell isn't backing down. There's all sorts of things going on. So it was a relevant one, It's all one, about backing down. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, thank you for listening to the Squeeze Today podcast. If you like it, uh, leave us a review. We recently sent out a survey uh, to our email subscribers, of which I know a lot of people listening will be. Thank you so much if you completed that. We got a, a really overwhelming response. Yeah, it was really great information for us. It really helps. Really, really helps. So thank you so much. Enjoy your Wednesday and uh, we'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Superb. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.